Aloha, all my money makers out there. This is Indar Lang, and I'm your Hawaii money guy. And we have a great podcast today. We're going to talk about the market. Everyone talks about it. I hate talking about it, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about the ins and outs of the market and why you should not buy a house, or should you? So let's dive on to it, and let's have some fun. Just before we get started, I'd love it if you guys could subscribe below, and that way we can reach more people and just help people make their money work for them in any different way we can. Thank you guys, and let's get started in today's content. So guys, let's clear the air about the market. We've been talking about it, you've heard about it. Uh, every open house we have, every person's an expert on the market and the interest rates and what's going on. And I'll just share my two cents of it all. And really, when it comes down to it for me, I'm an investor. I buy a deal, whatever the market is. I find a deal, and you should think the same way. I would think if you find a deal low enough, you can buy it. You know, you shouldn't really care about what interest rates are. Because the coolest thing about real estate, interest rates, loans, you can refinance it later. You know, three years from now, when the mark, you know, rates go back to hopefully 4%, 5%, whatever. Um, you can refinance it then. You can go into a cheaper loan. So what you're seeing right now is, of course, the the Fed chair, the federal chair, is trying to combat our inflation. So things have been driving up in price. All our gas, our cost of goods sold, all the things that we bring in, real estate. So things have, inflation has been going up, and they're trying to combat to lower inflation by uh, raising rates and these rates now have been you know the biggest effect really is in the real estate market i think then the the rates obviously are hurting the real estate market or not i don't know to each his own if you're a buyer or seller but it's really trying to drive the real estate market um, at least back down or at least settle it out as it's already been settled out as the time today you know today's november 23rd so today I, the market has been settled. The, the market has been uh, obviously not raising, not going up anymore, but will it drop? I don't think we're gonna see much of a drop, maybe a slight dip, of course. Um, but with these higher rates and so forth, people one now are scared to buy a house. Uh, and the way you got it, you just gotta think of it differently. If you think of it like everybody else, you know, you are going to be like everybody else. So when our market was crazy high, you know, cheap rates, 2 3%, people were buying houses, 100000 over asking at really high, high prices um, to get into a house because they're cheap, cheap money. You know, interest rates are 2 3%. So people were paying. We sold houses, 100000 200000 over asking. We sold houses. Um, I think we had when yeah, two fifty over asking. We did a house. And um, with that said, so now you, you know, you're buying a house for a lot higher price point, of course, but now you're going to have a higher interest rate, but you're going to be able to get a house for a lot cheaper. You able to put a low ball offer in, or you can put a asking offer, you know, a year ago, two years ago, asking offers were, that was our lowest offer. We wouldn't even, that was like a joke asking. That was like, you know, you wouldn't even consider asking. Um, now, you know, back to a normal housing market, normally you should sell house at asking price, you know, or close to it. You know, that's generally, to me, the level playing field when you sell a house at asking. 
you know, that's kind of where you want to be selling a house. The reason you list that asking is because that's what the house is valued at to most people. Um, but now with the higher interest rates, um, you're going to not be able to pay. I, I don't have any numbers here to show you, but, uh, you know, a higher interest rates going to bring down how much um, your your monthly interest rate, your monthly payment. So maybe you ha you're buying a million dollar house, and you're paying uh, I don't know, lack of better numbers, you're paying three thousand a month now with the higher interest rates. That million dollar house you're going to be paying for five or six million, five or six thousand a month. So that's going to bring you down in the the price points of what you can afford. So that higher interest rate is going to lower what you can buy. Uh, but that's not a bad thing because you just buy, you know, you're going to buy something at a better deal now. So you were buying something way at over market, way at a higher price, um, but now you're buying something at a better deal. So you're combating that by you're finding a better deal. Uh, in Hawaii, our, we appreciate and value very much so. So we have a 30% appreciation in Hawaii. So meaning our, high, our houses tend to go up higher than any other state value in higher faster and higher than any other state um, so in doing that say you buy a house yes you're buying it for you know a, a lesser value um, you're not as buying a bigger house maybe a little smaller house but in three years that house is going to appreciate it's going to go up in value um, and you can refinance then one you'll be able to take out maybe all your money that you had into this deal you know if you bought it low enough so think of that think of that way you bought a house you know that it was maybe selling at a million dollars you know a month a year ago but now you're buying that same house for eight hundred thousand or seven hundred thousand at a higher interest rate um so in three years you may you may have that house be worth you know a million dollars and you'll be able to refinance at a lower rate and then take out all your money that you put into that house to buy the house um, which is amazing to me because then you can use that money elsewhere to deploy and make more money and buy more rentals buy more houses buying you know investing the money invest with us to make more money so think of it that way that this is honestly the best time to buy a house right now. There's not going to be no magic, you know, time to, where somebody says, oh, the best time to buy is now. You know, the market is dropped or the market has crashed and this is the best time. To buy. There's no one going to ever tell you that. There's never going to be, you know, if you're ever hearing that, you're probably too late. You know, the best time to buy is, if you're hearing that, you're probably too late. Um, the best time to buy a house is always now. You know, there's no right answer if you're looking for a house you need a house obviously buy a house um, don't buy a house if not and I'll buy them all so you guys don't buy nothing and I'll buy them all um, that's the way I look at it less competition for me um, and that's what we're actually seeing right now we're putting a lot of offers in a lot of low offers and getting things accepted extremely low um, because there may be no other offers out there or um, the prices may be listed pretty high from the previous market and now we can come in lower um you know or there's no one making offers so combination of all of that kind of stuff um you know works out nicely um so 
buy now, refinance later. And doing so also, you don't have to get that higher interest rate. So here's some tricks to it all. You know, our interest rate's at 70% uh, about right now. You can get a buy down, you can buy down your rate, you can have the seller us can credit you guys, and we can buy down your rates down to 5%, you know, for two years. So you can do a buy down where you're paying 5% or even high 4% for two years. And then uh, after that, you could refinance then. So you can do things like that, or you can do the arm loan. So an arm loan is an, uh, is a amortized, it's adjustable rate mortgage. So it's adjustable, so it means a five-year arm loan means in five years your your loan will adjust in five years. So you can have a lower interest rate loan right now, and in five years it will adjust to whatever that is at now, or refinance then. So you can get a cheaper loan now with an arm and refinance in five years or sooner. Um, again, it doesn't cost much to refinance. Maybe couple thousand dollars or, or so you know in the loan and it's just taken out of the loan itself it doesn't it costs you but it's just taken out of the loan it doesn't you don't have to pay any money out of pocket pocket to refinance so you know maybe two to five grand it might cost you to refinance a thousand for some of the smaller stuff um, so you know it doesn't cost you much in the scheme of things to get back into a cheaper interest rate so don't worry about you know how to buy or when to buy if you find a good deal buy it if not i'll buy it um so don't hesitate just just go for it um when um you can you can do so much other creative stuff too with loans so right now sellers you know may not be getting offers so we are doing creative financing structures of deals where sellers are either financing um parts of the deal or the, they're giving us credits to help us buy down the rates or we're taking over mortgages so now is the best time to do creative financing structures of deals and and to get offers out there in that way um, and uh, there's so much different ways to buy houses of course a DSCR loan is available where they don't care about uh, your taxes and they don't care about all that other stuff good credit that's about it uh, but you can get a DSCR loan where it's a loan based upon if the property works well as a rental so you can get a rental type of loan debt to service uh, ratio um, uh, debt to service cover coverage ratio uh, type of loan and this will be a great way to get a loan if you have maybe you're questioning some credits or uh, just different scenarios to get a loan. So check out all the different avenues to get loans. And then understanding your credit and understanding uh, you yourself to getting a loan, we can touch a little on that. Um, I do things like I don't put uh, my cars or any non-real estate assets in my name. So our cars, um, anything else is all in my wife's name. Generally, the loans are all under me when I buy real estate, so I don't want anything to hurt me under my name. So I move everything into my wife's name um, because she's not the one. She's not the one on the loan. She's not the one uh, liable for the, our real estate loans. So I put most of all of our rentals and stuff under under my name, and then that way I can qualify for more or bigger, or it just helps you and so forth. 
Um, you can get Fannie and Freddie loans and you can put that under your personal names. Um, you can do a DSCR or loans and put in your company names. Um, so different things you need to realize like that. Understanding interest rates um, and APR. So your interest rate and your APR, you really want to know your APR because your APR is actually what you're paying for a loan. Maybe you have a 7% you know, interest rate, but your APR is like 10%. Uh, meaning that lender is probably charging you some points and interest and you you have a lot of other things wrapped in there. So you want to know that. You want to know your APR more so um, because some lenders are going to charge points and so forth to uh, to do your loan. So you want to understand that, um, which is, you know, it could be a good thing or a bad thing depending on the lender that you're working with. In hard, in hard money world, we use lenders, of course, all the time and we have to always pay points. It's part of the, the game in hard money. Um, we have a hard money lending company, so please check that out. You know, we have some great rates and great terms right now and really creative structures to do deals. So anyone looking for hard money, uh, definitely check that out. Um, but don't buy a house because I'm going to buy them. <laughs> so interest rates may go up may go down what we really want to see is just a steady eddy and what we just happened in the last six months is it's just such a dramatic rise that that's why the public freaked out about it that's why everyone freaked out about it because it was such a dramatic jump if it was gradual you know it, it, everything's fine and what happens now with lenders is they're still uncertain if the rates are going to go up you know anymore so they're not gonna give you solid terms. You know, I have a loan that I actually don't have terms until we get towards the closing of the loan and then they'll tell me exact terms. Uh, they can tell me a minimum, but they said it can go up. Because um, what lenders often do are selling off these loans. So they're not gonna be uh, stable in what rates they can provide you. And in doing so, it makes it hard to be a lender. It makes it very, kind of volatile market when the rates don't stabilize. And what we want to see is we just want a stable rate. We want to say, okay, 7%, we're going to stick at 7%, that's going to be our rate. People are going to accept that, people are going to be okay with that, and then go back to buying houses. Lenders are going to be, no, this is where we're going to be at, you know, we can sell our loans, and we can, you know, fluctuate, you know, at that 7% margin. So what we want to see is just stability and whatever rate we at you know god forbid we make up to 10 percent you know we want to see a stability of of any of that and again people always are going to be buying houses people are always going to be selling houses so if you're trying to wait for a good deal you probably don't get it and you know a good deal was 10 years ago the second best good deal is now and the third best deal is you're too late so buy a house if you find a deal if you don't you know if you don't find a deal then don't buy a house you know if you need a house buy a house if you um you know need a car you buy a car if you don't need a car you don't buy a car same thing and the same thing applies you know if you need groceries to eat yeah you buy groceries so you need a house to live in you need to plate a roof over your head it's a lot better than paying somebody else's mortgage of course um you're worried about interest rates again going up and paying more mortgages. The landlord is also getting uh, interest rate and so forth. Our rents are raising, so we are also raising our rents. So 
we're you're going to be paying more in rents you might as well pay more in your your own mortgage so you know owning real estate you always look smart in 30 years owning real estate best line ever you can buy any property and in 30 years you'll just look smart you'll look like oh you bought right or you bought smart and that's just what real estate does it's just one of those assets that just stand the test of time you know we have the stock markets down i think whatever 50 percent and you know bitcoin is crazy you know what the hell is going on with that right now of course but real estate will just stand the test of time so i'm buying now i don't care about interest rates i buy on a deal so don't care about interest rates if you like the house buy a house just buy if you like it don't worry about rates rates you figure out later I just want to take a quick second and if you're enjoying our content please subscribe below i love it if you guys can leave us a review or a comment or let me know what you guys thought i love honest feedback and i love hearing what you guys think so next segment let's dive into our question of the week i love talking about our question of the week and uh, shout out to all the questions and all the comments we get out there and super excited to have those kind of questions so the question is when do you see the housing shortage ending? And this is from Keone. Um, will we ever see a housing shortage in Hawaii ending? And it's funny because before COVID, before the crazy market, Hawaii's always had a housing shortage. We have an influx of, uh, you know, we live on a small island and there's only so many plots of land. There's only so much houses being built. Um, we don't have too much huge developments like the mainland the mainland have these huge you know thousand house track developments we don't generally see too much development in that sense um and the housing shortage would offset uh, supply and demand so building more houses would offset that and i don't see it ever ending you know hawaii just in people in general i think across the u.s now are the single family you know they're moving into their own houses Families are expanding and, you know, children are buying their own houses. So the housing shortage is, is not something that's just going to uh, ever end. I mean, we'll combat it and we'll try to catch up. Builders, you know, once material prices obviously get cheaper, builders will start building more. Um, I don't think ever it's going to end in Hawaii, uh, maybe in some other states, in the Midwest states, in some of those big land states, you know, we, you you'll see a difference in that, in that so scenarios. But in Hawaii, we have so much influx of, uh, you know, 70% of our buyers are local people. Uh, another 20%, of course, are mainland and overseas. We have a lot of overseas buyers. Um, we have a lot of military buyers. And um, they're going to be keep on pumping, you know, money into our economy. You know, real estate generates a lot of money into our economy from all the construction, and all the real estate buys and sells of agents, titles, Home Depot, everything involved in real estate. It's the number one producing money source in Hawaii is real estate. It's bigger than tourism. Um, so it's not a bad thing. And it's great to have, you know, houses built for families. And we, we rehab houses and we're bringing houses back for families to come in these neighborhoods that are, you know, being revitalized, you know, in these crack houses or abandoned houses or these chronic houses we generally buy you know that are they're they're really an eyesore for a neighborhood so that's gonna obviously help a little bit of the housing shortages 
um, but there won't be an end to it all. I don't think we'll see an end ever. Uh, maybe a stability of it all, but yeah, we'll see. I'm not a futuristic prediction. I buy houses based upon today. I do everything based upon day. I don't really future. I'm not a crystal ball guy. Don't even like talking about the market stuff. I like to buy a deal on today uh, because you can do whatever you want later. The deal highlight of the week are Janesboro property. We're still looking for a few more investors. We're so close to funding the whole thing. Um, we have a 12% interest for anyone out there who wants to join in. And a quick turnaround, we already got it. We got the appraisal back actually of it and it evaluated at 8.2 million. Super excited. We're buying at 5.8 million. So 5.8 million, once all our rents kick in, the thing's value at 8.2 million. So all we have to do is refinance it out and take out our investors. Um, and that's you know how we get all our money back out is we refinance it out when rates and things change or and or not change, we just refinance it out anyway and take our money back out. So again, we're talking about rates earlier and that's the best thing about real estate is you buy a good deal now, refinance later, you can use that money, even though it's gonna cost us more money if the rates are higher, whatever, we can now use that money to go do more with real estate. So don't worry about interest rates. <laughs> but that's what my thinking is, even with this uh, Jamesville property we're buying, is you're not on you know, an infinite, you know, an interest rate trip. You're on a deal trip. You find a good, good deal, you can refinance it later. And that's what we're doing in Janesville. So we found a $5.8 million property worth 8.2, and we refinance it once um, all our rents kick in and take our money out, all our investor money, and go do it again and do it again. And that's why we flip houses with high interest rates. You guys don't even know our, our interest rates we play for flips. When I used to uh, flip houses and uh, when I first started, we were paying 12% and like two points for money. I remember hearing 14% for money. So it, again, you're just buying a deal, factoring you know everything else in, and you're gonna either refinance or sell it for more. And refinancing is almost a form of selling to me because you're just keeping it so find a good deal don't worry about rates thank you guys so much for coming thank you guys like and subscribe in dar hawaii on all the social yeah check it out message me comments thank you guys aloha